Hey, this is Mickey Bond. I just want to say if you have friends who are getting married soon, as I'm sure you probably will be since all weddings have been put off for quite some time during this pandemic, probably you'll be invited to a bachelorette or bachelor party. I just want to say if it's a cold weather camping trip, you might want to watch this next film. If you like stories that fuck with your head a little bit, you might like this one. We're talking about the retreat this week on Ghost Logic. from was this just something that you saw that you thought was interesting or well this kind of came from uh, a culmination of um mostly my wife being exhausted from how long it takes me to find a movie (laughs) (laughs) and i I told myself i was going to give myself 10 minutes Did you stay within your 10 minute no, range? No, I did not. No, <laughs> no in, in 15 minutes, I found this movie, which I feel is, is pretty good. I watched uh, a lot of trailers. I watched this one a couple times and I'm like, yeah, yeah, you'll do. You'll do. I, you know, I was impressed at how quickly you got back to us because I was like, I think it's your turn to pick one. And then honestly, like 15 minutes later, you sent you sent the link and I was like, yeah. oh, wow. Okay. Maybe you had this one in the chamber is what I was thinking. I thought you like. Well, yeah, but, the, but the 15 no, minutes on the fly. Yeah, the 15 minutes happened before the text thread occurred. Oh, and then I was okay. like, but do I want that one? <laughs> Let me go look at a bunch more trailers. And then I was like, fucking stop it. This is what everyone is talking about. <laughs> yeah. You know, I think I I think I I think it was a good choice. So what we're talking about tonight is the retreat. From 2020, 4.2 out of 10 on IMDb, 67% critic score, 39% audience score on Rotten Tomatoes. Right. And not to be confused with the retreat made in 2021. Yeah. We, we all watched the right one, right? <laughs> yes. <We all> watched- <laughs> okay. I think so. Were the main characters male? <laughs> yeah, they, they were. Identified they as male? Were. Yes. Okay. We got it. <laughs> right. Good deal. Yeah. Good. Yeah, that was, that was the first thing that stood out to me, too. Is like I brought it up on Shutter, and I was like, wait a minute. There are two <laughs> movies. Same. And they kind of have the same ratings, too. And so I was like, uh-uh. Okay. And they both and look kinda... like woodsy. The other one looks pretty woodsy, too. So so we start this movie um, out in the wilderness, in the snow. And I was like, are we watching The Revenant? Or are we watching The Retreat? And it was The Retreat. It just kind of gave me some Bear Grylls vibes right off the bat. Um, and I wasn't quite sure what was going on. But snow, that that kind of fear of like being frozen to death, that's that's a, sounds pretty fucking horrible. Well, you know what I it's thought not- when you when I first like lo- like so yesterday when you sent me the movie, <clears throat> like the link for the movie, I I get on, I I watch it this morning. And I'm like, oh, no, not another creepy woods movie. 
God damn it. (laughs) (laughs) I love a creepy woods movie. I moved to the woods because I love creepy woods movies. So (laughs) that's how I I live my life these days. So do I. So do I. I love it too. But then at the same time, I'm like, oh man, this is going to be like a serious movie. (laughs) Like, not like like a silly, spoofy movie. It had good. It had some good twists, though, and I'll tell you, it really hit home for me because the main character or the the, the groom, I should say, because this is they're they're really um, living his bachelor party dreams here, right? Like this is a a bachelor party gone sideways, but uh, the, the the groom is named Adam, which is my brother's name, and we just had his bachelor party like two weeks ago. So I was like, Oh, okay. Nikki, you put some thought into this. I, I, I thought maybe you, maybe you dove a little deep into this one. and was like, you know what? I'm not going to really appreciate this. I don't know. Probably yeah, not. But. I did. I did. <laughs> I, all for you. All I, for you. I thought about <laughs> this. <laughs> I meditated on it. I was like, <laughs> I, you know, Matt, I see him and I love Adam too, because Adam is a brother to Matt. And so I I gift this episode to <laughs> your family. You know, when I was when I was watching the trailer trying to like figure out if this was like the movie to see it, like it had the right combination of this could be bad, this could be good, this could mm-hmm. be an interesting idea, but not well executed, which I kind of feel there's some some moments of of all of these things. Some moments. <laughs> I do too. I do too. Like oh. you know, it, I, it, the the thing is, is that like the the cover art that you sent over, the link uh, had the monster right on it, or one of the monsters, I should say, right on it, and it it gave me real pumpkin head vibes right off the bat. Yeah, just just seeing that, I was like, oh okay, okay. And I have a soft spot for pumpkin head. It was just the softest of a pumpkin. This movie is definitely not Pumpkinhead. No, it's not Pumpkinhead. <laughs> okay, we'll get into it, but I had some definite confusions about this movie. It's just, I feel like there was a lot that you're not shown or told. Yeah. You know, oh, yeah. it's it has all the potential to be this, like, psychological thriller, you know. Yeah, sure, sure. So, so it's Adam, uh, as we established earlier, who is the groom, and Gus. The, the best man, his best friend, um, and and they're they're heading up to this, um, uh, what do they say, a five peak or six peak uh, hiking trip that Adam wanted to do in the Adirondacks. Apparently, he's thirty into his forty two, which was complete, you know, like new nomenclature to me as I am not a <laughs> mountain climber. Um, but but yeah, it was it was cool that. Uh, you know, we get that flashback a little later on that kind of describes how they got there. But they're in the car. They're they're driving up to the Adirondacks in the snow so that they go on this this this, uh, this backpacking trip. Well, what's the um, first scene though? It's like, um, what's his face, Gus, who um, he's in a therapist's office or something, right? Yeah, there's there's that initial like, do you know where you are? Kind of setting up like this thing that happens in this movie that I think I actually at first I was kind of thrown off by, but I kind of like more that more than I thought it was. Now that I've been thinking about this movie, is they they do this 
all right, is this happening? Is this not happening? Is this a flashback? Is this an, a, a psychological illusion sort of thing um, that I really actually enjoyed in this movie? Because they don't spend a ton of time tr- actually explaining it. And I think it, the yeah. way that they do it actually works pretty well. I do too. Uh, you know, and we eventually learned that it's, you know, it's drugs. <laughs> that's, that's what this is. This is your brain. Um, this is your brain and, on drugs. And I appreciate that too. You know, but but I, I I do enjoy horror movies where you're not quite sure if the point of view is uh, like a narrator or if it's uh, you know just what's happening in that person's head. And you know, like uh, as a kind of descent into madness, like what what are we actually looking at right now? And uh, it, it brought, it, it reminded me of Oculus. So it's like similar vibes in Oculus where, you know, uh, the, the mirror gets into people's heads and makes them see things that aren't there. And so it's like, okay, but it's being presented to us like it's really happening, which I, I think they did that several times in this movie and, and I really enjoyed it. Right. Okay. So, yeah. So they're going up to this, the, to their hiking spot. Who is the, who is the guy that they stayed with? Like, who is, Marty. Is this, Marty is, <laughs> what is he? Like, he's like a wayward home for hikers. Like, he just is like, hey, come, you know, you're going about to do this big hike. So it's it's just kind of like an Airbnb situation. And he's like airbnb his room out, rooms yeah. out for hikers or something. Yeah, kind of like a little base camp sort uh, of thing. That's a total thing. I wouldn't, I don't <laughs> Yes, Airbnb Although is I'm a not like thing. an overnight kind of hiker person. I, I do enjoy a good walk in the woods um, with a clear marked trail <laughs> in the middle of the day. Um, but <laughs> but oh, so, so Christy, this, this did actually kind of get to you, huh? Like, it did is, get to me because I was like, like, keep your ass out of the woods, bitch. Like, like what are you thinking? <laughs> Hold on. You about to go in the woods? Like, it's nighttime. <laughs> no. <laughs> <laughs> wow, Chris, I had no idea that you had this kind of uh No, that's terrifying. Phobia. Okay. <laughs> it, I mean, it is. It can be. Um, but but uh, let's talk about Marty's interior decorating for a minute. He has the... A little sparse, but what he does have on the walls is really creepy fucking art. Like, oh, right. He's got a bunch of the um, Native American, like, um, there's, so in Native American folklore, there's, like, the Wendigo monster. Wendigo. Wendigo yeah, yeah. monster. Um, who? Do we know anything about this outside of this movie? Because I, I, I know this I is, don't like, know if a that's legend, really a right? thing. A, I'm looking it up yeah, it right is. now, and through the magic of editing, we'll just insert the Wendigo information <laughs> that I find right here. So when the, our friends hear it, it will just seem right. seamless. Funny you should ask about the Wendigo <laughs> because I happen to have some information right here. Wendigo oh. is a mythological creature or evil spirit which originates from the folklore of the First Nations based in and around the East Coast Forest of Canada and the Great Plains region of the United States. Thank you, Wikipedia. You're very welcome. <laughs> uh, so just donate to Wikipedia. You know that you haven't done it and you've used Wikipedia for a long time. I donated $5. I feel a lot better about my <laughs> how much I rely on Wikipedia. I guess. Wikipedia has helped me through some tough times. 
<laughs> but one of the one of the big things that that Marty lets us know is that the Wendigo, um, and there's actually a really great um, no sleep podcast episode that has a Wendigo story, um, and it often has to deal with kind of this invoking feelings of like insatiable greed and hunger and jealousy and cannibalism is usually like a part of that story. Like the Wendigo mm. shows up when people are in this sort of like fucked up situation and they have to like eat someone, which is already baseline fucked up. But then you're adding a fucking monster on top of that <laughs> just seems like extra. Well, doesn't Marty explain like, Okay, the Wendigo comes in two different forms. Like it can yeah, come yeah. into it. We it could. It's a monster in physical form. Um, you see it, uh, and it's terrifying. But then also it comes in a spiritual form, um, and where it overtakes you and consumes your whole body, and you know, kind of possesses the person. So yeah. So I was a little yeah. confused because I was like, which is it? Like, are we going to find the, the physical? I mean, well, so. <laughs> there's, there's also Wendigo psychosis, apparently, which um, I didn't know till literally 20 seconds ago. Um, oh, it's even like though a- they do mention it in the, in the film, I thought it was just a, a tool for the film, but it's apparently a, um, what happens when you have an intense craving for, um, craving human flesh and intense fear of becoming a cannibal. Like you're, you're afraid that that's going to actually like be a thing that happened to you, that you become a cannibal because you have this um, intensity so that it's, it's, we're kind of using like all three aspects here, like antler monster. We've got the kind of vampire zombie uh, chud monster, (laughs) dude, the shoulders on this, this monster is swole. Yeah, they're, yeah. They're, it is like built, cut uh, up. Yeah, like definitely not fucking with this at all. Although they seem they seem to be pretty easy to to kill. Yeah, they're <laughs> also least, made out of paper mache. Yeah, geez, just like those just like those robots from uh, Halloween Three made out of made out of paper mache. <laughs> <laughs> One of the things I really liked was, uh, you know. And, and Christy, this might alleviate some of your fears about, you know, doing uh, uh, snow camping in the middle of the woods. It's only dangerous. This is, you know, from from the movie. It's only dangerous if you're cocky and stupid. You can be one or the other, but you can't be both. And so I think that I think that that should give you some some reprieve here. Like if if, if you go in thinking that you know what you're doing and then you're dumb about it, then yeah. you know maybe you freeze to death. But like outside of that. You're going to be okay. You're going to be okay. I mean, mean, obviously, if I'm going to go camping or like hiking in the snow over like three or four days, like I'm going to learn, try to learn as much as I can how how to survive. (laughs) Like I, yeah, like, but it seems like um, Adam seems to be like the survival, you know, he's the... Oh yeah, the, he knows the trail. He knows this group, and Gus is like, he knows oh how, hell no. Yeah. <laughs> well, Gus, Gus is trying to accommodate his best friend and, and his his guy, and he's just trying to do something that his guy wants to do. So, but do um, you think like Gus is because um, you know his best friend's about to get married, so he's feeling a little selfish, you know, in his 
you know, and maybe scared about losing his best friend and totally. Oh, yeah, they just that. They definitely lean heavy on on that that kind of through line throughout the throughout the story. There's the majority of this movie is Gus kind of wrestling with his am I a shitty person? Maybe I'm a shitty person, like super manipulative way. He's just very selfish, which comes up rather quick when right they they camp for the first night after um Marty's house. They make it to the summit. They make it to the summit, which is like this huge bro bro time montage, like high fives, yeah, you know, playing this, like, with the boys selfie. kind of vibe. It's great. Yeah, no, they're having a good time. Adam's having a blast. This is like his his best bachelor party uh, ever. So, yeah, so they make it. They make it to that summit, and they come back down. Yeah, um, they just they just decide to like go all in on. I've I've, I've done a lot of psychedelics. Um, I enjoy <laughs> them, and I I feel when people describe of, of something as like, oh, we're gonna do this thing that's a mix of multiple psychedelics but don't actually know what it is that's that's a time to say no well what did they say was in that that tea was like ayahuasca um like like like, 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 uh that's a no no. just just i mean just pick one have a pure experience (laughs) and move on you're doing too much yeah because then you're like, you know what? I have to pee. Let me wander in the woods. I think there's a monster. I'm going to stab my friend. Exactly. And, you know, like he did wake up. Like, you know, they passed out. And, he, you know, they have this like moment at the fire, you know, at their campfire. And they go to bed. And Adam didn't do even a, like a fraction of what Gus did. Gus pretty much took the whole thing. And Adam took like one sip of the tea. So I'm sure Gus, Gus is tripping balls. <laughs> so yeah. there you go. So we didn't, we, we didn't talk about where this, this tea came from. So at Marty's cabin, there's a third party that, um, that we weren't aware that we, we weren't interested to. His name, his, Ryan. 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 What a fucking dick. Ryan. <laughs> I know. Yeah. He seems just like, but we all kind character. of know Orion, right? Like I, I know that guy. Like I know Orion. That's like, hey, you ever tried this like psychedelic tea? Are you have you ever been in? And his eyes get really wide, and he wants to talk about it for the next you know three hours. And it's like, okay, dude, okay, okay, yeah, all right, Ryan. <laughs> but but Ryan, the reason I I wanted to introduce him is because he comes back later, right? So so he he gives Gus the tea, thinking that you know. Gus is thinking that this will help set off the the, the backpacking trip, um, and Adam is kind of pushing back at him at first, right? He doesn't want to do it. He's trying to, you know, kind of like stay on the path here, and uh, you know, he only has to push a little bit harder before before they go ahead and and, and uh, partake. But yeah, Adam, Adam doesn't he, need much arm turning at several points no, in this movie. Doesn't. No, no, he doesn't. Yeah, also, that's, like, going back to, like, Gus's, like, selfishness, right? He's like, come on, like, do this with me. All that, you know, he's coaxing him to take this tea and stuff. And I don't know. I just... In his relationship with Adam, he is the guy that pushes, right? He's the guy that, like, kind of forces the issues, the bad 
bad influence, for lack of a better term. Yeah. And and I think that, you know, that's known. He's a known quantity in that regard. And I think that you know, there might be some issues with Adam and Amy. Amy might not like Gus because he pushes him in this direction. Right. You know? so, so I mean, we, we all have that friend. We have... <laughs> I'm looking at both of you because it's, it's Zoom. <laughs> we have all been that person to each other. We have. Yeah. Like, yeah, this come is a on. great idea. This was not a great idea. Yeah. <laughs> trust me. Trust me. This is going to be so fun. Um, it's a group full of whole my but, beer but, people. Yeah, 100%. Yeah. But but my favorite part was right after they, right after they take the, the tea, uh, Adam comes back and just lays into the diatribe about how his thoughts were merging with a book, with the book that he was reading. And he's like, well, I'm a book now. Someone's going to have to tell my parents. I'm just going to tell my fiance. Mm-hmm. And, and, and Gus is like, Hey man, you're not a book. <laughs> it, was just, it was just like, Oh, okay, cool. Thank you. You got to talk these things out loud. You got to like, you know, share your thoughts or else, you know, you're going to get in your head. It's going to be a bad time for everyone. So. Uh, definitely have experienced that before. Yeah. I felt like that was well-researched. <laughs> I thought it was uh, psychedelic, yeah. like, conversation. Like, it wasn't over the top of, like, I'm freaking out, man. It was just, yeah. well, I guess this is just my life now. I'm a book. And so <laughs> somebody's got to let me know. No, nah, dude, you're okay. You're not You're not a book. Okay, thank you. Uh, that is that, what I like, needed. Gus, like, took almost all of the tea like he's the he's the rational one here like that says a lot like i was like how many how much have you done in well life? well gus had not fully come up yet clearly oh, oh yeah no. he hadn't reached his like peak i guess in in the trip he goes right from you're not a book to uh i might have to stab a homie because i think there's a buff ass <laughs> vampire <laughs> Yoked, yoked vampires. Oh my gosh! Yoked so thriller wardrobe vampire. Like, so like yeah, the, man. Like up until good. this moment, like I was like on track. I'm like, okay, bros, I get it. Do a little psychedelic tea, like fine. Go to sleep. Go to bed. Get ready to hike in the morning. And, and they have that. They have that really sweet. Like, and and this is something that I think that we've all we've all had this conversation before. You know, it's good to see you like this again. It's good to see you like in your element, like, and it's good to see you, you know, what's the word? Happy. It's good to see you happy again. It's like, and Adam is saying, like, like uh, what do you mean by that? Like, yeah, exactly. Yeah. Um, but, but, but I think that, I think that, you know, late into the evenings when, when we've hung out, uh, in, in years past, we've, we've all had this conversation with each other. <laughs> so For sure. it, was, it was definitely very relatable, uh, on some ways. And save away with like I think there's there's always like I think that's a common fear amongst like groups of like close friends the like relationship pulling that friendship apart. Oh, you're getting married now and like I never see my married friends sort of stuff, which isn't really true. Although when you have kids, those people disappear. Um, that changes. I'm <laughs> that'll one of those, change stuff, yeah, for sure. That'll, that'll change stuff. Um, but that sort of year of like people being absorbed into their relationship or their significant other world, seeing less of that person having less access, yeah, which is super relatable. You know, I think what Gus is going through is like, am I about to lose my best friend? Like, I'm not in a relationship. Like, I'm, you know, I'm nowhere near this stage in my life, and. 
you know, he's probably, his fears are setting in. Gus is a sad sack. <laughs> he's pretty sad. <laughs> that was part of one of the, the therapist vignettes too, right? It was, he was like, hey, so when's the last, when's the last relationship you were in? Right. He's like, I don't know. I had this girlfriend a couple years ago and she moved. And it was like, oh, okay. But it so seems is, like his Is his Adam like your most important relationship? Yes. Like, no. 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 There, there's no way yeah. to talk about a relationship being like so significant. It's like, well, it ended because that person just, they just moved. They moved. We couldn't so. continue a relationship. But wasn't that like. They just left. So this is, so, so when he wakes up from his, he's probably peaking full, like, like tripping balls here. Yeah. And yeah. he wakes up and he's seeing, he's hearing things in the woods, seeing like this like buff ass vampire thing that wants to kill him. And, you know, I just, this is where everything gets derailed for me. <laughs> just like, you know, he goes, he wakes up, you see him, he wakes up again, it's daylight and his face is covered with blood and his best Because that friend, Wendigo barked blood all over the your Wendigo face, The Wendigo barked blood. But which is the Wendigo? Is it the vampire thingy? Or is it that, like, weird antler oh, good, guy? Good question. I don't know. Maybe it's a combination of them. Maybe think, it's, like, all of it. Yeah, yeah. I think it's a, you get, like, a Wendigo package. Like, it's... Oh, the package. Oh, yeah. Um, yeah. The the package. Um, <laughs> no. <laughs> I say no to that package. <laughs> but, <laughs> no, no. Yeah, it was, it was at this time that it became the worst bachelor party ever. So Yeah, yeah. so he's waking right. up. He's back in his sleeping bag on his, you know, they're on this platform This uh, that, that you often see in sleeping platform thing and Mm -hmm. he wakes up and he can't find his friend his friend is like not there so he's searching he's looking around and he sees a body and holy crap like there's his friend who totally has a stab wound and he's frozen in the sand or in the he's frozen as fuck he's super frozen and (laughs) and He's very dead. Very he, dead. Because, like, in his trip, he stabs the Wendigo. So was the was yeah. it his friend that jumped on him? So I'm just like, okay, this is a twist. Like, maybe your friend went after you, heard you get up when you were, like, tripping, went to, like, check on you. You freaked out. You probably stabbed him and left him there and, like, got back to your sleeping bag somehow. Yeah, well, he just yeah. kind of wandered back, and then like the next morning, he kind of goes from like um, shitty to even shittier. Of like, fuck, I just realized I murdered my best friend. There's some hikers nearby. Mm-hmm. He panics instead of calling for help. He's just like, I'm gonna hulk this out, lift up my buddy, um, carry him through as a dead ass popsicle. And then, like, kind of, like, break down, bury him with snow of, like, uh, I'm just covering this up and figuring out what right. my next Right, he's got to be freaking is. out and still probably tripping a little bit. So, yeah. Which is, I mean, so, so the, you did a lot of drugs. So what I, what I thought, you know, right after he finds the body, we get this, like, montage, right, of him hiking in the daytime, him going out at night. 
seeing the Wendigo in different settings. And he gets stuff. lost. He's not. By the but, way, and not eating a single morsel of food. This guy not like, eating anything. He also he also <laughs> talk about my worst messy. nightmare. <laughs> he doesn't have his pack on him anymore. So immediately, I'm already thinking, what's going on here? Is he is he still in his head? Is he still tripping? Like what's what is going on? I just and thought so, that like, he got cause, lost. Cause he's walking around with. Maybe, but he he, but he found, doesn't have I his mean, backpack he, anymore. Yeah, because he he miraculously left, he left the finds lean-to. the cabin. Yeah, he left the lean-to where they were were camped out for the night. He goes to like move the body, and then he's like, I I just got the impression like it started snowing more. He got like disoriented because he's probably still a little high, and he doesn't know what the fuck he's doing because he's not he's not the like hiking outdoors person that Adam was. Right, and then he's like. Yeah. fuck and then he's just like well i've got a lighter so i can just light a fire for a while and freak out and then he stumbles upon this cabin where he spends most of, of the rest of the movie but still <laughs> yeah. no food whatsoever so he is like yeah, starving. No, starving i mean like so how get, many days is this who knows yeah i mean that's the thing is that is it is it any days or is it just is it all the days um, and that's where we get the flashback to his bachelor party planning, right? Where they, right. where we, where we see Gus kind of pushing Adam into shops, into wingmanning for him, like all this stuff. But so mad uh, that it, the guys that that Adam is twenty minutes late. He's like, I guess I'll just sit here and drink all by myself. Been, yeah, I've been waiting here for twenty minutes. I've twenty had three minutes. Beers. Hmm. 20 minutes, See, like, by the way, three beers in 20 minutes. That is... That's cruising. That's, you're you're, you're, you're on the fast tonight. track to time travel, my friend. <laughs> yeah, 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 exactly. Like, that, that is... Well, yeah, we can go to your in-laws for, for Christmas. Speed drinking. Like, that is... <laughs> speed drinking. That yeah. is... But like, there's some family drama going on, or... <laughs> I don't want to be here, but yeah, it's alcohol like, at least. <laughs> yeah. So in that in that cabin where Gus is, you know, we 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 start to understand that very clearly he is still tripping, right? Because he's talking to himself in the mirror, and the mirror is just doing the doing a hula dance it's really he's just still kind of tripping waving it all out he definitely is it does and it's you giving know, me like when you do these it, kinds of drugs they stay in your system for quite a while so you will still well, who, see stuff like days after well we we don't know how many days it's actually been it could have been none days right like it could have been the same day or the next yeah day. like like but yeah, I but guess this, that's where this, I'm this having a problem. There's, there's no, like, solid timeline here, and it just seems yeah. like we're jumping around a ton and, like... Well, that's the goal of it. It's, the goal is to be disorienting, right? It's, the goal is to be, like... The movie like, is you're disorienting, not for yeah, sure. right. Yeah. That's yeah. totally the goal. And and to, to layer on the stuff that's going on in his head that's disorienting with, oh, by the way, you're also in the middle of the woods in a in the snow and you have no idea where you're going or what you're doing that's like the real <laughs> the real drama in addition to what's going on in your head thanks to your your uh 
psychedelic tea. Yeah. Um, but but him sitting in that in that cabin talking to himself in the mirror, giving me serious um, Army of Darkness, good ash, bad ash vibes. I don't know if you guys got that. <laughs> oh but, yeah. Oh like, right, the mirror. Like, yeah, I mean, he's talking to himself in the mirror. <laughs> yeah, what are you looking at? So this is where we uh, go into we like bad, bad definite thing. psychological thriller. You know, like he's battling himself. He like feels probably terrible about what he did to his best friend. And, you know, now he's, and he's starving, literally starving. And he looks rough, but his hair still looks great. Yeah, his hair Uh, looks great throughout pretty much the whole movie. (laughs) Gus has a great head of hair. (laughs) And uh, this is true. Like a Samson thing going on. Looks good. Looks that is good. a good-looking guy. All, all the, you know, all the the character, all the guys, except for um, Ryan. I wasn't into him. He seemed just more like raver kid, like I don't know, annoying raver yeah. kid. Yeah. <laughs> Ryan, Ryan is the type but, of person that you do meet like when you're on like vacation somewhere, and you're like, he's like, I'll just tag along, and we're like, no one asked you to tag along, yeah, get but we're not. <laughs> Not rude enough to tell you to fuck off until two <laughs> days later. Where we're like, I don't, I don't want to hang. I thought you wanted to hang out with him. Like, no, just I thought you did. No, him. I thought you liked him. Why, why don't we be nice? Wow. Let's just go. Let's just go. Can we shake this guy? Let's. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. No, he just seems super annoying. So, so, so Gus wakes up uh, with his beautiful head of hair, looking real, real uh, sickly and thin, and looks out the window. And the Wendigo is like, hey, you forgot your friend. I dropped him yeah. off right here. He's <laughs> right here. He's frozen. Like his, like like got, his friend's body is like out in this like icy field. Um, yeah, it's like, it's like it followed him to this cabin. So um, so he goes out there with a hatchet. By the way, I'm here to fuck them. with your mind. <laughs> yes, right? <laughs> chops them all up. Chops them all up. And hey, boy's got to eat. So Yeah, so there so we Gus, go. Uh, now, just, do you think it was, like, like, a metaphor? Action. Like, he loves his best friend so much, he's, like, consuming him, and, you know, he's oh, so selfish, he wants him all to himself. Oh, you know, Christy, there may be something to that. There's, <laughs> I'm I mean, just saying. <laughs> uh, let's let's cut, to, cut to Mickey-pedia over here, because he was telling us about Wendigo and how it, like, uh, manifests itself, and <laughs> all that fit. All yes. of that fit, like the All fact that, that he feels fit. like his yeah. friend's going to be going away. I mean, so like uh, where the wild things vibes, you know, please don't go. I'll eat you up. I love you. So, you know, like I'm, I'm all about that. Oh, good all reference. Yeah. Great yeah. reference. I mean, it, it definitely seems like the, the Wendigo tends to kind of really kind of push upon that, like sort of shittiness that human beings do when faced with intense, like crisis, you have this immediate danger threat of buff vampire thing that is that's the imminent danger but then you just have kicking it antler figure that's just in the background and you're just like what the fuck is that thing going so to do that is thing that is like just the like, spiritual one that kind of that slow burn anxiety yeah that's just like <laughs> that one's getting closer maybe or just always watching what the fuck is that thing going to do it's like this whole thing for this other things like amusement or um, I, I, I do love the kind of, I think they did a real good job with the kind of like 
subtlety of like the kind of warp um psychedelic effect in a lot of different places when you kind of go between you know because he's in that cabin and then you have these flashes of him being in this therapist office with i feel like the Mm -hmm. the therapist character was just a very heavy-handed sort of portrayal of a therapist that like slight european accent right he was creepy the therapist was pretty creepy i think the therapist was the wendigo the therapist felt a, a little like I'm going to try to play my version of Hannibal sort of therapist. (laughs) I mean, he seemed like devious, Mm -hmm. the therapist to me. But the, the, I mean, the thing that was, that I thought was pretty clever is that the art starts showing up, you know, like the art from Marty's cabin starts showing up in the the painting, showing up other places, you know, like, and we'll get to it later because it shows up at the end as well. But, um, but really, you know, right after this, right after snack time, um, our our boy Gus is saved by Marty. Right? Marty comes and scoops him up. Yeah, when does when does Marty get to him? So after after Gus like like he eats Adam or or parts of him. Mm-hmm. I'm unclear on how much of Adam he actually eats. Doesn't really matter, but. This part where he's like he's lying in the bed and like you you get like the door opens or something and oh, then he right. wakes he up sees, again. Like, the light, there's yeah. a light, um, a cast of light on like on the bed, and, and then he wakes up in a different room, right? Um, and then Marty's like, "Oh yeah, like me and my wife used to go up to that cabin." You think this would be something you mentioned the first night when people are saying <laughs> they're going camping? And they ask you about the weird shit on your fucking walls, Marty. And you're like, oh, yeah, you yeah. Had an opportunity, Marty. my ex-wife was right. really into this thing. By the way, explain, you should maybe though. know that like people tend to go crazy. I'm going to mention this because this happened to me. And this was just my personal story. I'm not saying that's going to happen to you. But I just thought you should know that because it is kind of in you know connection to the artwork which you were asking about which i just said was from my ex-wife who might have eaten our fucking dog, dog at that fucking cabin there's no might have about it by the way I mean, yeah. he ate that dog that definitely <laughs> happened <laughs> yeah. uh, well and yeah like he could have gone further into depth like what happened with his wife and then she went crazy right yeah and it's it's it yeah. sounds well, like I mean, we don't know anything. Like she's like, no. like uh, just like that, she started seeing things that weren't there, and so like that's that's how it manifests itself in the real world. And Marty left her. Yeah, yeah. and then yeah. yeah, that's my ex-wife. I'm like, I think Marty just left her in her time of need. Mm-hmm. Yeah, kind of shitty, Marty. I'm just saying, <laughs> just putting it out there. That Marty. might be, you know, but you know, Marty's a complicated man, and that's why he lives out in the woods. <laughs> Very clearly, very clearly. And then Jesus, oh, Jesus, Amy, she gets the word. She gets the news that her her uh, fiancé has been missing, at least, maybe worse. Mm-hmm. Um, and and there's this whole interaction with her. Who and even Gus. calls her? Yeah. State trooper or something like that? Like, I mean, I feel like that's... Uh, oh, yeah, because Marty, like, visits... So Gus is in Marty's house. Oh yeah, and he's well, Marty and he's like, yeah. "Yeah, you better get your story straight." 
Like the state yeah, trooper's about to be here. And That's right. he's like, Oh fuck. Like, yeah, I did kill my best friend. Um, and then he <laughs> reappeared to me and then I chopped him up and ate him. Hmm. <laughs> like, I'm going to have to figure Definitely. this out. The more I think about it, Marty's kind of a shitty dude. Marty. You know what? You're right. In hindsight, I, I didn't think that while watching the movie, but like for this conversation, 100%. Marty, you're, 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 ah, you're clown. Jeez. But Amy, Amy and Gus then have this conversation and she ends this conversation by telling him you shouldn't have drank that tea. And he's like, wait a minute. I didn't tell anybody that. And the Wendigo pictures in the background of their, like their, um, the photos that he has of like him and Adam. That's right. That's right. Yeah. yeah, Yes. Oh my God. Okay. Wait, hold on. And that, and that is when Gus wakes up in the hutch that they slept in where all of this started. And it was all a dream. Like, that is when... It was all which, a dream. When, when that happened, I was really relieved. I was like, oh my god. You should read Word Up magazine. <laughs> Salt and Pepper and Heavy Deep up in the limousine. Um, yeah, so so it was all a dream. And then all of a sudden, Psyche's back in therapy. And his head's still a jumbled mess. And he's just like, ugh. So, so they, they, they leave us guessing still because they, they keep going back to the therapy thing. Um, but but now Adam is back. He's alive. He's um, continuing on the trail with them, and uh, and Gus really is trying to work through this still because he's still coming out of this this trip that he can't quite get his his arms. And he around. keeps trying to tell his friend about it. He keeps to be like, "Hey, just like about the other night like when we drink. Yeah. About last night when we drank the tea. Like <laughs> this is." And, and like he always gets interrupted, right? Like there's because Ryan, Ryan is there, and people like that impress me, but they also terrify me and they also annoy the shit out of me. But <laughs> Ryan is impressively annoying, is what he is. Yeah, he's impressively yeah. Annoying. He swoops in trying to be like, "Hey, man, I'll be your best man now." You know, exactly. You don't need this guy. Oh my gosh! So I'm so glad we're talking about this, you guys, because like I was like. <laughs> Ryan also has this I mean, very, I, very loose drug plan, which I like. There's a lot. Well, of they the, got just the, the drugs from him, right? The, the premise yeah. of fun of these characters of like bachelor party. Check it out, bros. This is what we're going to do. This is not your Tom Hanks bachelor party. Hiking <laughs> in the woods in winter. Are you with me? Are you with me, bro? This is the bachelor party that you can have when you only have one friend. That's right. Because yeah, <laughs> exactly. you, you have two friends that are like, uh, can we get a hotel or what about Tahoe? Like, there's there's no, like, yeah. We have First more than of all, one that friend. sounds like a terrible bachelor party. Go hiking? What are you talking about? <laughs> I mean, I'm no. down for some camping, but camping? summertime? Can we do summertime? Can we do, like, during normal temperature weather? Ugh. That's what we tried to do for mine. <laughs> But got yeah, rained so out. He wakes up and he's like, "Oh, there's my Sorry, friend." I didn't go to that one. So they meet up with Ryan back up on the trail. He's clearly high. He is like definitely under the influence of something. Um, 
<laughs> and Gus falls. Doesn't he trip and fall and hurt his ankle? Yeah, he fucks up his ankle. He does. But, he does. And can I just add also that when he wakes up and finds his best friend next to him, or like not next to him, but like his friend is alive and everything's fine. Yeah. And I was just so stressed out at that moment. I was like, holy fuck, like what is happening here? <laughs> <laughs> this is. Also, this is insane. That, that this tea. is too insane. <laughs> also, that tea is still working. Like that, there's still stuff going on. There's like, still you, stuff you going on. Totally. Yeah. The scariest part of this movie is that this is a never-ending trip. Like that's the scariest part of this movie. Yeah. I mean, anybody who's done some psychedelics is like, all right, ready for this to be done. Yeah. yeah. It, it, you it can was... totally like take a nap or something, and you can wake up and still be in your trip and like. That's that's fucked up. <laughs> like ready for this to be done. <laughs> so yeah, I understand that. Like terrifying so, aspect. So the second the second uh, Windigo attack, right? And Gus uh, is is basically talking to the therapist in his head or whoever the therapist might be as he's being attacked again by this Windigo monster. And instead of stabbing the monster, he stabs himself. But that happens later, right? Does it, it does happen a little bit later because what happens is like, all right, so Ryan like meets up with them and he's like, oh shit, bros, check it out. And then throws this whack-ass idea of like, I, my buddy has a cabin out here, I think. Not a real reliable Eddie. source, especially after, yeah, Eddie, <laughs> fuck Eddie too. Eddie, I'm sure, is a piece of shit as well. And he's like, <laughs> I'm sure Eddie has some fucking old stale coke somewhere at his cabin. We should totally <laughs> deviate from your plan after that fucked up trip that you took based on the stuff that I gave you and go do some more drugs because the beauty of this winter wilderness is not enough. Let's do a bunch of drugs. And then Gus, with his his fucked up ankle, is like, yeah, he gets I'm him gonna... to leave him behind. Yeah, well, he's he's kind of like, we'll go, we'll go to Eddie's place, we'll get the snowmobile, and then we'll come back and we'll we'll party with Gus. And Adam's like, uh, yeah, okay, yeah, maybe I mean, yeah, we'll do that. Yeah, going to get a snowmobile makes sense. It doesn't really seem like I'm unclear on why Adam wants to go along with this part of the plan after like him Gus have been having this moment where he's like, Hey, I kind of like need to talk to you. I'm sorry about like all the weird stuff that I might've said last night, maybe about your relationship. There seems like there's a, a conversation that we're not privy to because we're, yeah. we're thinking that Gus murdered Adam for most of the time. And we're right. like, Oh, but what did they talk about? Yeah. What 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 was the death in their relationship about that we need to know? Yeah, good question. Yeah, we missed all that. You're right. But did he even go get a snowmobile? Because I don't. There was no snowmobile. There was no snowmobile. That that, that was just the pitch that Ryan had, and then yeah, yeah, yeah. Gus is like, "All right, well, I guess I'm gonna lean up against this rock," and then it starts raining, which is probably the worst thing that I would want. I'm like, snow, fine. Rain, that just seems extra shitty. Um, <laughs> frozen rain does not sound fun at all. And then he sees one of the, the um, buff pyres 
chasing <laughs> Adam, and then he's like, I need to distract it. And then he, like, there's some w- the weird thing where, like, there's a flashback where, like, Marty's like, oh, yeah, they hunt by blood, which I didn't remember him mentioning at all. And just yeah, seems like a very obscure... I feel oftentimes where there's this sort of like mytho- mythological, like folklore element to horror movies, there's always someone who knows exactly how it works. And I'm like, <laughs> really, this sort of like oral tradition, like warning has been passed down, and all the things accurately like line up with like how you like, like it's really it like. The blood thing, I, I don't know. That it felt a little thin just because it's just like Yeah, I, I get it. But know, I mean I can excuse there it, was but the it's whole, like there was a the whole sock thing, you know, like he had the blusters in his mm-hmm. on his feet because he didn't wear his shoes before his uh his hiking boots. And so like he had his bloody socks and he left the sock out there so that it would distract the windigo. Oh, oh yeah, because the windigo is attracted to blood. Yeah, exactly. So there was there's some like like thought there. They wanted to use that later, and that's, that's kind He's of like, what oh, they. Yeah, I my mean, foot bled through this sock. It was a very prevalent like moment. Of the they movie. like mm-hmm. they set it up. They they definitely like set it up, and it definitely like works. It just felt a little too convenient for me. But yeah, it was it was fine. I think it was I think it was fine because I really do like. Um, that they keep like Ryan and Adam keep going and then like Ryan gets super, super annoying and really <laughs> uncomfortable where Adam's like, uh, yeah, I'm fine. I'm just going to go take a piss. And Ryan's like, I'll come with you. It's like, well, I kind of got to take a shit. I'll come with you. We'll be mud brothers. Is, is mud brothers? Yeah. Oh my which, God. Is, like, which, uh, which I, I, is that a thing? No, he's definitely trying way too hard to be this guy's friend. Which I'm like... Is, is, is that a thing, though? Like, guys that take a shit at the same time? Is that a, I've never heard that before. I've, I've never heard that before, either. Which, I didn't know if it was just kind of like... Ryan's kind of like... Hey, but like we're all doing drugs. Do you want to fuck? Sort of situation, which... Is <laughs> which really weird. I feel like he would be that like, kind of guy. <laughs> He would be, he like, seems like way, he probably has done do that before, but like, <laughs> which is fine, but just be, don't be like weird about it. Just like, if someone's like, I gotta take a shit, like, just be like, okay, yeah, but when you come back, like, do you want to fuck? Like, let's bone down. Like, just be honest about it, Ryan. Stop being a fucking weirdo. Like, oh, Ryan. Like, yeah. Ryan. I, I just, I've been in a lot of experiences where people have done drugs and then they like, like, let their, like, I'm on drugs, so let me let my weird like sexual energy come out, and, like, <laughs> like, and that's cool. Yeah. But also let people know that your weird sexual energy is your expectation for yeah, the evening before you do drugs. By the way, drugs. we're all on drugs. Like, yeah, make sure everybody. Yeah, that's true. Is like, yeah, just make sure everybody's on the same page. That's what I'm saying, exactly. right? You jumped the shark, right? You jumped the fucking shark. <laughs> <laughs> well. Well, good thing. Good thing is, is that after after Gus, you know, remedies his the, the direction of his knife and stabs himself in the shoulder, which we touched on a little bit earlier. Ryan starts seeing the Wendigo. Wendigo. When Wendigo. Um, 
and and he gets the trifecta right the 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 yoked vampires converging on his ass so yeah there is more than one him. i do yeah. like that. i do like that like he does I have do the too. best scene where he like he kills the one he's like which that seems like a total capable thing of that type of character, right? Like he like totally bashes like, and I thought there was going to be a moment where like you had this sort of similar thing where he actually like kills like some random like hiker or something like that because he's you know yeah. also had the same psychedelic trip thing, but then the other like vampires like show up and he's like. Oh, well, didn't okay. But, so but, Marty, but, when Marty, but you know what it is. You know what it is, though. He only sees them because he's jealous of Gus and Adam's relationship. Exactly. So he here we go. So Marty was saying in the beginning, right? They go for the most selfish and the most greedy. So they met another person that was more greedy than Gus. So they're they're off of Gus now, and they're going after Ryan because he is just like bottom of the barrel, <laughs> pretty much. That's so, exactly what it is. So and then that's what we Wendigo. see that there's multiple of the Wendigos. Like you know, there's like <laughs> a shit ton of them. <laughs> and I, I like Gus only had one after him. <laughs> that's right. That's right. <laughs> I, I I love the like. Ass. That means Gus wasn't as shitty. <laughs> Yeah. Like, well, you can get shittier. I agree. I, I didn't <laughs> think Gus was that shitty. No. I thought he was. He pushed. The, he pushed a little hard, but he wasn't that shitty. Like, yeah, he person. definitely had some morals about him and some caring. And Gus was the only person who really learned anything, right? Like Gus had the most yeah. like change. He did. He chooses to stab himself instead of the Wendigo. Yeah. But I mean, he also like chooses to kind of like not be, you know, so much of like, hey, I'm not going to like take my friend for granted. I should be, you know, a better, a better friend and be a better person. Not so selfish. Like that's his sort of like character arc. I do love Mm -hmm. that. Like after like, you know, like Adam like saves Gus and like pulls him out of there. They, they cut to the sort of like Christmas, like yeah. With like which Adam I feel like Amy, the whole was... tone changes at that moment. Yeah, it changes well, to yeah. this like kind of a comedy ish, like a dark comedy. Totally. Am I wrong here? Like, oh yes, no, just, totally like, had... dark comedy vibes. Yeah, yeah. It's well, I mean, Gus, they're both Gus they're all staring the... at this picture that Gus stole from, from Marty's, Marty's house. Cabinet. Yeah, and he's like, yeah. this is, I, and I. I do love this sort of like the honesty banter of like, yeah, we're probably not going to keep this up in our house. It's like, yeah, no, it's totally <laughs> fine. That, that makes sense. But that very, very last scene where it looks like Gus is becoming like some weird like vampire because he, and I don't know. I just felt like mm-hmm. we didn't even have to do that. Like we could have just had this like, cute moment i know i feel like that very ending scene we could have totally where he like spits up the blood in the back in the bathroom and then he looks up and his and eyes he looks are up all and like he looks like one of those and then so maybe it's maybe it is pertinent maybe we maybe we do need it but i think it could have ended without that and yeah. could have been like it could have yeah. been fine 
Hmm. Could have been fine. I, yeah. I, don't, I don't think you need to like Weird. set it up in this way that felt like, you know, and this happens in so many horror movies where, where we feel like there needs to be this extra scene tacked on to like try to set up for a sequel maybe, or to like right. leave the question open of like, Let's what happens see. next? Stay tuned for the retreat too, sort of shit. And I'm like, it's <laughs> I a, a fucking Wendigo like <laughs> folklore thing. It's like anybody can go into the fucking woods in the next movie, and the shit happens all again. It's not like now it's on a fucking plane. No, it's just a fucking wilderness like shitty time. I don't know. I like the cheap scare at the end. I'm I'm always a sucker for that. I I think that's a, a fun way to end horror movies and. I think, you know, it could just be that it could just be like, you know, it, it just showing that it never really leaves Gus, right? It's, right. It's He's going to always have to fight still it. something going on with Gus. Yeah. Well, yeah. Also, what it, been, it would have been better if Gus had woken up like in that, like that lean to again and was kind of like covered in blood and just like. Oh shit! Like I don't know what the fuck happened. I don't know what I fucking dreamed. Like if he had wanted okay. like in okay. the sort of fucked like up that. Groundhog's Day sort of situation where he just kind of keeps waking up and just being like, "Oh fuck!" Yeah, I get it. Yeah, that would have been fun. That would have been fun too. It was, that would have been a good way to end it, I suppose. But um, but I don't know. I like a cheap scare at the end. What's your favorite cheap scare at the end of a? At the end of a horror movie, do you have like a favorite one that you think about? Mine is a I'll, movie. I'll get, mine is a um, a music video thriller. <laughs> <laughs> yes, because like they wait, they start there at a movie theater at the end, right? Like he's with this date at a movie theater, and she's like, "Oh, whoo!" And then like he looks over at the camera, and he has like the the zombie eyes. Yeah, yeah. The well, very end of Thriller. Werewolf. The werewolf yeah. eyes. Yeah. Werewolf eyes. Oh, the yeah. Ver- the, yeah, he's like the werewolf. Like, they're yellow. Yeah, yeah, they're like yellow. He's like, ha, ha, ha. That's my favorite. I really like the end of Ouija, uh, the Origin of Evil one. Oh, that was good. I actually enjoyed the Ouija really, yeah, really movie. Good. Yeah. The little girl walking on the ceiling like in, uh, in the hospital. Oh, it was good. That was a good, like, last minute, like, cheap scare. Uh, I thought that I was have, really fun. I have two that I that I, I think about that, that first came to mind when you said this. One is in, um, at the end of Phantasm, mm. where the tall man comes out of the mirror. <laughs> at the yeah, end. that's pretty good. Um, that's pretty great. I just listened to that episode the other day, guys, because it was Andrew, Angus Trim's um, birthday. Oh yeah! So I had to listen to our episode, and that's yeah. when I was like, "I Myrtle. miss us." <laughs> I miss us too. Yeah, <laughs> that yeah, was exactly. a good. We did a good job on that one. Who was Myrtle? Oh, my, who the fuck is Myrtle? <laughs> the other um, cheap scare one was at the end of uh, which we did Night of the Demons, um, where the like the old guy, the neighbor, that's kind of like the shitty neighbor who's like oh, putting yes. razor blades in the apples, oh, like right. where his yeah. wife gets him back and like he's been eating the candy yes. with the razor blades and like that, I don't know, that, that I don't know like, if that counts as like that sort of cheap scare sort of thing. She had a very coy smile on her face. 
he he made the pie with uh, with razor blades. With, with the razor blades. Yeah. Because her husband's a shithead. Yeah. <laughs> Who just swallows. Oh, man, that's fun. Takes really big swallows because uh, you, you think in a chewing process, you'd, you'd pick up on a razor blade, but... You might pick up on that, but, you know... <laughs> maybe it's, it's maybe a, you... It's a vignette, Nikki. Yeah, maybe you cut them up. I don't know. Yeah. Well, <laughs> what did we learn from the retreat? Oh, what did we learn? Keep your ass uh, out of the woods. No. <laughs> I think we learned some, no. some... I think we reinforced... Go some, overnight in the woods. <laughs> we reinforce some classic learnings about psychedelics and set and setting. Exactly. Don't do psychedelics in the middle of the night in the woods. Also, um, <laughs> you don't need knives when you're on psychedelics. Ever. No. Ever. Keep yeah, all sharp objects out of reach. <laughs> if, you're do, if you're doing things properly, you can barely operate a water bottle. So <laughs> no knives. And the Which water bottle the way, is beneficial. Was breathing. But the, but the knife was is not. breathing in this movie. Yeah. Which yes. I thought was great. I thought that was. I thought they did some good visuals with the psychedelics early on, where the breathing it, it reminded me a lot of uh, a lot of like Midsummer, right? Where mm-hmm. oh yeah, there's, there's just a lot of like t- swirling and this kind of thing, and yeah, the water bottle breathing. I thought I thought they did a nice job with that. What else did we learn? We learned, um, uh, you know, romance is real, and only your your closest homies will go uh snow camping with you snow backpacking with you um uh, but they might try to kill you i learned marty's yeah. a dickhole <laughs> yeah you know i learned that after the fact that's what i learned is, is that marty is uh he could have definitely given much more live. information marty I, I think definitely should show up in the next movie if they make uh, a sequel and it just be about like how many times marty has done this sort of same sort of thing like like Marty is actually like the Wendigo and he's just implanting the suggestion in the people's mind that it's a, some spiritual force. Well, like, I think the therapist is the Wendigo. Yeah. Therapist is shitty too. Yeah. He was stupid. Yeah. It's hard <laughs> well, to find a good therapist these days though. Everyone's uh, all, all the good therapists are super booked. It's hard to find good therapists. Sometimes you just have to, you know, See if a Wendigo will take your insurance. So, <laughs> Wendigo insurance. Oh God, <laughs> that would be insane. Everyone is out of network. I think, I think it definitely. <laughs> Everyone, even the Wendigo is out of network. I That's think it definitely ridiculous. pays to do a little back search before you watch this movie. Um, just learn about what the Wendigo is, and it'll help you to understand this the plot of this movie because. That's not really given to you, really. <laughs> well, we just kind of gave it to you. Yeah, so, we gave yeah. it to you. We that's we what gave we it do. to you. This is what we, we gave you the straight poop, just like a good mud brother would. And so. I am looking up um, an IMDb um, <laughs> review on this movie, and it is hilarious. It's like, first of all, um, the title is "What a mess." It goes like this. This is reality. Okay, nope. This is re- the real reality. Fine, wrong again. This is the real, real reality. Ah, okay, guess what? They all lying. <laughs> you know, that's the whole this point of this movie, This is the super-duper real and only reality. Okay, what the fuck? 
no worries, it's a dream. <laughs> like, it's the best review I've ever even read. <laughs> I mean, that's the whole point of this movie. The whole point is th- that misdirection and that confusion. That, and and that's what I enjoyed about it. So, like, I, I get it. I, I get that this is frustrating for some people, but at the same time, I thought it was great. I I was pleasantly surprised, Nikki. Like, I thought that, you know, we've, we've definitely talked about some not great movies here and i really enjoyed this i thought this was very uh very fun i do i do actually liked this movie even though i was like thoroughly confused like throughout the whole thing but i mean i did definitely found it gave me all like the 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 good horror movie vibes that you you're supposed to get when you're watching a horror movie and like i actually felt like and then i was like trying to figure shit out so yeah, yeah. I, I actually enjoyed it too. I, I, I thought it was a, a well like done like indie horror. Like I I thought like even though like it was like while it was clear that it was low budget, it didn't feel like that aspect didn't feel like distracting. You know, like I think that they had like a good solid story. I think that um I like the the use of like these different sort of like realities and kind of like fucking with you of like what is real and what is not. Like I, um, yeah, I mean, I, I, I really do kind of like the, the folklore of like this thing comes to like fuck with you when you're at like your most fucked up lowest point of humanity sort of thing. Right. Um, yeah. that is fucking like terrifying, like, not just terrifying that like you could get to this horrible because those situations always fucking suck. And like you, I mean, growing up, you hear about like the daughter party, like you hear about like all the, all the stories where like people have to like resort, which is like, this is what we do so that we can like get out of this fucked up situation. Right, so that you can live. Right. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That's like a selfish. Yeah. Which is like, All wrapped up in this, like, survivor's (laughs) guilt of, like, well, like, this situation happened and, like, people died. And now, in order for us to live, we have to eat the dead people. Like, you know, like, that shit is fucked up. And then, like, let's throw a fucking monster on top of that shit. Yeah, exactly. (laughs) Actually, let's throw two monsters on top of that shit. And one of them is super buff. Um, (laughs) That seems fucked up. Um... You know, I, I looked up um, while we were talking about, like, um, uh, other Wendigo horror movies, and apparently Ravenous, which is, like, a, a favorite of mine, is a Wendigo movie. Oh, I haven't seen it. I'll have to watch it. You haven't seen Ravenous? No. Oh. oh it. It really <laughs> You're going to fucking love that movie. Um, Robert Kyle Arles. Yeah. Yeah. Um Let's see. There's a, there's a bunch. There's there's one that um, was supposed to come out like Antlers, which was like a Guillermo del Toro movie. But like, Ooh, I don't cool. fucking fucking know. Apparently, Wendigo and the Hulk fight each other in what? some episode of some Marvel thing. Wow! Um, it actually looks like there's see, a couple episodes of me, a Marvel animated not... thing where the Wendigo. I was not privy to the the folklore of Wendigo. And so here I am. Like, so what I can say is before you watch this movie, maybe do some reading on the Wendigo and like, you know, what, what that even means. So, um, 
Well, I, I'll, I'll tell you what I will do is I'll, I'll watch as many. So you went the Wendigo route. What I want to do is watch a bunch of other bachelor party themed horror movies. Like I'm all about <laughs> Which the, there are many. The, the, the relationship dynamics at a bachelor party and like the, you know, the, I just planned one for my brother. So the stress of planning one and bringing together people that you don't know and, um, you know, trying to like just stop a certain like direction for the group. It's, it's, it's tough. We did it in Vegas during a pandemic. So there's that element too. So you were in Vegas but, but in I'm all, pandemic? Yeah, we'll talk about that. Like <laughs> we we yeah. I just got back. It's crazy. Yeah, we'll we'll, we'll uh, talk about that because that that sounds that sounds like a horrifying experience. <laughs> a little bit. A little bit. A little bit. <laughs> oh boy. Well, All right, overall, yes, I, I dug this movie. Um, once I kind of like, and even talking to you guys about it, like helps me understand more and learning more about the Wendigo. So <laughs> I thought it was cool. And it's an indie movie. So cool. And it I think we came up with a new vibes. segment. Oh, sorry. I, I think we came up with a new segment for this, uh, for this show. Uh, we, we, we now have a Wikipedia segment. So, Mickey, <laughs> get on the Wikipedia. Wikipedia. Uh, feel free to, to donate or join my OnlyFans before it disappears. Oh no, it's so sad. Oh. <laughs> uh, yeah. That's the tragedy this week. Ugh. Oh, OnlyFans. What happened? Yeah, I don't want to get into it. Oh, yeah, we don't nice. have to get into that, yeah, I guess. But you know what? That I'll, is a I'll send you plenty of articles because. Please do, because I keep seeing all these, like... Interviews, and, you know, a lot of people are writing about it, and um, I will definitely post about it on um, Twitter and all of my other social uh, media, because um, it's... Yeah, I mean, the, the long story of it is that, like, for the way that content regulations work are largely dictated by credit card processors, because at the end of the day, they're the ones who say like, we will let you use Visa or MasterCard to purchase content from this site. And a lot of religious right have kind of been pushing hard on credit card processors to um, not support adult content through the guys of that there's child endangerment material and there is trafficking and there's, there's a lot of conflation kind of going on, but um, they're very loud and they push very hard and MasterCard has kind of rolled out new regulations. Yeah. Oh gosh. I'm so sorry. Well, I'm going to get down on my soapbox because, um, (laughs) <laughs> Y'all probably tuned in to hear a review of a horror movie, but um, you know what? Um, you get what you pay for, and this is free. So this is free. <laughs> You're welcome. <laughs> On that note, should we wrap this up? Yeah, let's yeah. wrap it up. Let's do it. Let's do it. All right. This was the retreat. You're listening to Ghost Logic. I'm Matt. I'm Mickey. I'm Christy. We'll see you next time. Bye. Bye. Bye.